Hello and welcome back to Collector and Son. I'm your host, John, and with me as always is my old man. This is Bob the Collector. And as stated in his contract these days, this must happen every time we announce him. So, welcome back, Bob, a.k.a. the fan favorite, a.k.a. the collector. <laughs> right. uh, how, how have you been? I'm doing okay. I'm kind of excited about the March. You know, we're into March, and it's, um, I mean, spring is just around the corner and warmer weather. Yes, I think we can all get excited for warmer weather. Um, so, on today's episode, we're going to be discussing forgeries in the collecting world. I know the, the collector has... Uh, experience in the collecting game and would like to discuss forgeries and how it's kind of ruining the collecting game. And we're also going to discuss the upcoming baseball season and some things we're excited for and maybe get into some uh, topics about upcoming shows and who we'd like to see show up at those shows. Yeah, it should be good. Hopefully yeah, I, they get back here shortly. I hope so. Yeah. I've seen that the Chicago Sports Spectacular, I think, is the first weekend of June. Um, I just that's their tentative date right now, and the national course is in the July, beginning of August. So it's exciting to see who the guests will be. Definitely. So without further ado, why don't we open this box, Dan? All right, let's do it. All right, so let's uh, start out with some fraud here. I was reading uh, Sports Collectors Digest, and I I know you were too. You're a subscriber, mm-hmm. and there was an article in there written by Greg Bates about fraud and exposing fraud, specifically Ted Williams' autographs. Mm-hmm. And yeah. there was a photo that he had of a ball signed by Ted Williams and then a ball forged, and it wasn't Ted Williams' autograph. And, you know, you're supposed to look at it and be like, yeah, I can tell the difference. And to be honest, when I looked at it, I couldn't tell the difference. I think that's the thing. That's the scary part is that so many of these, you can't tell the difference. There's forgers out there. I mean, there's the amateurs at pretty obvious ones, but yeah. there's the professionals that are really good. And unless you know exactly what you're looking for, I don't know how you can tell the difference. Yeah. That picture, it's a picture of Ted Williams holding a ball signed by him and then his son holding a ball that's uh, signed by somebody else. And yeah, I, I would never be able to tell the difference if I saw the two on a shelf. And that's scary. I mean, how do you know? Right. That's, like you said, terrifying because you could go to a show and you could see autographs that you want, but how do you know, especially without an authentication sticker, if it's real? And you never know what the authentication sticker as well. I mean, that's someone's opinion that it's authentic. I mean, it's they're experts, supposedly, so you would hope they would know. But, um, you know... With, with like Ted Williams ball or Mickey Mantle ball or some of the really big names, you're paying $500,000, right, whatever. Right. And <laughs> you don't want to find out, oh, I invested this much money and it's a fake. Yeah. That but would... that's what they do. I mean, that's how they make their money, I guess, is they, they do these forgeries, which is really sad. Yeah. I know we were discussing uh, the differences between JSA and PSA. And there's one that you like better. Yeah. I've always heard PSA is kind of the, industry standard that's one that uh i think most people respect and trust more uh not that jsa is bad but just that psa as i've always heard is the the one if you can get that one that's one you get unfortunately at shows they're not always there 
sometimes right. they are and you know and for those that don't know when you go to a show you know you get the autograph you spend whatever on the autograph you spend whatever on the inscription and then if you want to get it authenticated you got to drop another ten dollars usually to get that authenticated right and what you do is you get a little sticker on the on the item with a number and that number then is in their computer um database and then you you know somebody can look it up and see oh this this number corresponds to this autograph at this show on this date so it's it's nice to have so it's definitely a plus to yeah. have it but again that's an additional cost for example when we did our hit parade box opening and if you haven't seen it now uh go look at it on youtube at collector and son but we got a deandre hopkins autograph jersey and there was a sticker on there and using that sticker and the card that comes with it, we were able to look up and see that it was uh, signed by DeAndre Hopkins in 2014 mm-hmm. in Texas. Yeah, I think that was actually a TriStar um, um, logo and um, authentication, which, again, TriStar is very well-respected as well. So if it's from TriStar, I, I know it's it's um, authentic. Um, and that went with one of their shows in Texas that they had probably in Houston. So that makes sense. But yeah, I, I would definitely trust TriStar and definitely trust, you know, PSA and and JSA if that's, you know, like I said it shows they're there a lot of times too. So I'll get their authentication as well if I'm if I'm there cuz it's it's always good to have some authentication. But like we we also discussed the scary part is what's stopping somebody from, you know, getting a, like autographing a baseball, let's say Ted Williams for example. And walking up to a booth at the after where everyone else gets their authentication and just gives them the money. I mean, yeah, they're supposedly experts, but right. Well, you just, you don't know the thing at the shows. It's the guys that are at the show that they're authenticating. So of course, Ted will be there, but but you could, let's say it's um, magic Johnson. Okay. This has always scared me. I could be at home and I hope this doesn't give anybody any ideas. Uh, God forbid, but um, you know, they could, Autograph ten fake Michael or Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson jerseys, basketballs, whatever. Take them to the show with them, and then go up to the table where they're being authenticated because you're at the show. So the assumption is that you got the autograph at the show. You go to the authentication table, you get the sticker, you're good. How do they know that these aren't ones that you brought from home? So, right. So, so, so a little nervous. I guess my question to you then is, through your 50 years of experience, have you ever accidentally bought a fake or come across a fake? Um, I've seen things that I'm pretty sure are fake. I, again, I'm not an expert, so I wouldn't know. But if I, you look on eBay, I can tell you know certain autographs that I've seen many times that are authentic and ones that are, I'm pretty sure are fake. Um, you know, like a Barry Sanders or something or a Harmon Killebrew, since we know that autograph so well you can kind of tell the ones that are, you know, they don't look very, very good. Again, that's by the, the amateurs out there that are trying to pull something off. Um, but I, going back to my early days of collecting, I always wanted a Mickey Mantle autograph and um, never got to see him at a show. I think we talked about that at the beginning, you know, when I was first starting off and yeah. didn't have the money to, to get a Mickey Mantle and autograph. your wife wouldn't let you get a, get a <laughs> right. ball. Yeah. Um, but... After shortly after he died, I had one of my sports magazines or something. I saw that there was an ad for Mickey Mantle autographs, eight by ten uh, photos, 
and it was a pretty reasonable price. And I went ahead and um, purchased one. And I thought, this is great. But after I thought about it and thought, you know, he had just passed away. It's such a, you know, sought after autograph that I can't believe the price I got it for. The autograph looks authentic, but I just, I have a hard time believing it is not at that price. So what did you do with it then? I, I have it. It's buried somewhere in the collectible room. I don't have it displayed because I, I just don't believe that it's authentic. I don't know. I did um, seek some advice. I think I wrote to this the magazine, the collector's magazine at the time, and said, or one of the authors that had, an, or one of the editors or somebody that knew something about autographs and said, you know, this is what I paid for. For it, this is the name of the, the person that authenticated it or the company that authenticated it. Do you know anything yeah. about them? And I think the only thing that they came back with is um, their advice is if it's too good of a deal, you know, if it sounds too good of a deal, it probably is fake. Yeah. Pretty much. So if it's, if the price seemed too good and too reasonable, too cheap, then it's probably not authentic. Makes sense. So speaking of advice to maybe some novice collectors out there, somebody that has the experience that you do and can you know, somewhat spot fakes. Do you have any advice to the novice collector? Um, well, and, and going back to my early days, like I said, with that, I thought, oh, it came with an authentication. It must be real. But then after I learned more about it, anybody can create an authentication and say it's authentic. I can do it and say... We can do a collector and set authentication. Yeah, and just create your own, you know, certificate of authenticity. You know, oh, it came with a certificate of authenticity. It must be real. Uh, not necessarily, because that can just be... If you're willing to fake an autograph, you're willing to fake a authentication certificate. So I, I that's why I go with the reputable companies. You know, it's a PSA, JSA, TriStar, you know, things like that, that you know Beckett um, are authentic. I mean, Upper Deck, of course, if it's an, you know, an athlete that's signed by Upper Deck, then, you know, those are good as well. Right. So essentially, if you're, out there and you're looking to start your collection but you're you know a bit nervous that you might buy some fakes instead of real autographs and everything that you spend your money on is worthless uh just heed the advice of the collector here and go yeah, for if the, if the price seems too good it probably there's probably a reason for it mm-hmm. it's probably not real go for PSA JSA authentication and go from there yeah i mean again it's just it always makes me nervous that's why my advice is always to buy it in person with with the player there so you know that you're getting the real thing. And for for graded cards, I would recommend uh, Beckett as well. Yeah, yeah, Beckett or PSA. Yeah. PSA is also the industry standard for graded cards. And if you're out there, you know, forging autographs and doing all that stuff. Stop, please. Please stop. It's, it's really ruining the business yeah. when you think about it. It's not fun for anybody. Well, it's hard to go to a show and you, oh, look at that, a Mickey Mantle ball, and it might be authentic, but I'm not willing to buy it from some guy that I don't know. Right. Yeah. So just don't don't trust it or don't. Or Ted right. Williams. What did we, you know, 70% of the Ted Williams balls, they think, are are forged or Ted, of his autographs are forged. Yeah. Yikes. That's, you know, only three out of ten are authentic. It's like, wow. That's pretty, you know. They said that was in that article. That's what the yeah, that was in the Greg Bates article. And that's they thought seventy percent of what they saw at shows of Ted Williams' autograph were fake ones. 
insane, honestly. And that's what scares people off. You know, there yeah, might be people well. who want to start a collection, see an article like this and say, yeah, no, I'll find a different hobby. Yeah. yeah. We want everybody that listens to Collector and Son to enjoy collecting, to have a fun experience when doing it. So if you're out there and you're you're forging autographs, please don't. Or that or, you know, game use items. How do you know right. that a, a jersey that you see on eBay, oh, it's game used by whoever that it really is, or cleats that the athlete wore, are they really theirs or is it just yeah, somebody that faked the, it? Where's the sweat stain? If I don't see it, it's not real. <laughs> and they might say, well, I've got a certificate of authenticity to go along with it. Well, again... You could just as easily forge that or make that up. I, you know, anybody can print off a certificate of authenticity on their home computer, so it's right. that doesn't mean much. Yeah, so, you know, let's just hope that that gets better and those people get snuffed out. Yeah, they had a big thing. The FBI had a big sting operation, and that's talked about in the article, and that's pretty well known as well, where they busted a big um, forgery group that was doing you know the mickey man autographs babe ruth all that stuff yeah well they're making a fortune but it's just you know, it's sad that they would do that yeah and that's where you know when i first started nobody had authentication you had the autograph and you knew it was real and that was that was enough you didn't have the the sticker that authenticated it and so a lot of my autographs from the you know early 90s n- nothing is authenticated i know it's real but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd have to go get it paid for now to send it into PSA and have them authenticate it, which again is an additional cost, just because of these people that are ruining the business for us. Right. It kind of takes away the the fun of it too, in in the way of you know you're doing this for enjoyment. You're not doing this to sell these items. Mm-hmm. However, every time you go to the the line to get your autograph autograph authenticated, you always kind of think in the back of your mind like. I'm only really doing this so other people know that it's real, but you have no interest in selling it. Right. But it's just, it's, it's there so that other people know it's real and it's, it's sad because it's more of the memory for you. But without that PSA sticker, you might be sitting there like, did I, did I actually get that autograph? You know, I don't remember right. if it was yeah. or if it was authenticated. Or if, you know, I'm passing this on to you as an inheritance or if I need to sell something. I don't know if somebody's going to buy it without the authentication or they're going to give you a lot less of what it's really worth because they'll be like, well, I have to pay $50 to send it to PSA and have it authenticated. So therefore I'm giving you less money for it. I remember one of the last shows that we went to before all the craziness in the world. And uh, we were just walking uh, along and while I was rolling and we got stopped and I was given a autograph Duke Schneider baseball. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. And I, the sad thing is, the first thing that popped in my mind was, why am I getting this for free? It's a, too good to be true. It's too good to be true. It's got to be fake, but it had a authentication, so we looked it up, and it seemed legit, but still, it just makes you wonder. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a that's Duke Snyder's a pretty big name. It's not something mm-hmm. somebody would just hand out for, like, here, have it. <laughs> so you have to wonder. It was, it was an interesting situation i mean it looks right i mean i know duke snyder's we've met him in the past so we know what his autograph looks like and it looks correct and like you said i think it is authenticated with psa so i'm I'm assuming it's correct so i mean rather than you know we said thank you but in the back of mind like you said you're like you know is this real right i mean at least we didn't pay for it so it's fake it's free baseball 
Yeah. Um, so speaking of shows, you know, hopefully here in the near future, as the world starts to get back to normal, hopefully, fingers crossed, mm-hmm. we can start going to some new shows and TriStar will hopefully be announcing their new lineup for their upcoming yeah, show. Yeah, it should be coming up pretty soon. Yeah. I think by now we usually start to see something, some names appear. So I'm hoping to see that this this month coming up. Is there anybody in particular that you're hoping will show up mm. and why? Well, I mean, I think a lot of times it's the same, you know, a lot of the same players that we've seen in the past. And I don't mind getting, if it's a big name, a, a second autograph of somebody. Um, or if I got somebody on a, if it's football and a, a mini helmet, but now I might want to get them on a Jersey. Right. So there's always players I wouldn't mind seeing a second time. Barry Sanders, for example, you know, the really big names, Jerry Rice. Um, I wouldn't mind getting him on a full size helmet. Um, of course we've talked about in the past that the dream of, uh, Wayne Gretzky or, or Michael Jordan, but yeah. that's very unlikely to happen, but you, you never know. I mean, I don't know. If they can get Gretzky to come, I, I just don't see Jordan ever doing a show. I don't think he needs to. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, well, not to mention that I don't think I'd have the funds to do it. You know who I'd really like to see, and I passed up on him, oh, the last time we went to a show, maybe two years ago. I don't know if you remember, uh, Mariano Rivera. I do remember that, yep. Um, for a couple of reasons. Well, the first reason why he passed up is it's extremely expensive. Um, it was like $500 for a baseball uh, $600 for a jersey. I do feel like he falls into the category, though, of well, the greatest one of, of those all, guys yeah. that you just have to get. And everything I've heard, the feedback from people that got his autograph, and, I mean, he sold out of his autographs, and it wasn't like yeah. there was, oh, at that price, nobody was, you know, one or two people. No, he had lines waiting to get his autograph. I remember that. Um, the thing is, is that his autograph is absolutely beautiful. He really takes his time, what I've heard, and a very nice guy, so... For that reason, I would have to consider it. That's really I mean, it's a lot of money, but it would be nice to have that. I mean, he makes sure that his autograph stands out and it's just the way you want it, which I really appreciate that. What would you get him on? Jersey? Ball? Bat? I don't think a bat since he was a pitcher. It'd either be a jersey or a a ball. I think with something like that, if you're you're going to spend the money, regardless, go big or go home, get the jersey. (laughs) Well, the thing with the jersey is, okay, a ball costs you yeah, $15. Cost, yeah. You can get them yeah. probably for 15 if you look around enough at the show, you know, maybe 20 at the most. Jersey's going to cost you if you want to go with Mitchell and Ness, which is probably what you want to do, or something that looks like the authentic jersey. You're going to spend two, 300 bucks. Right. So you're already paying 600 for the autograph and another two, 300 for the jersey. It's like, well, okay, that's my budget for the show. Like one guy and I'm done. Hey, but, <laughs> but that makes is, it, he, is he the best closer of all time? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there you go. I think so. If he's the best of the best of the best, you do it. Yeah. And again, uh, and the fact that he's a nice guy and he takes right. his time and he makes sure you, that's the thing. That's huge. You don't sure. want to spend five, six, seven, eight hundred dollars, whatever, and have the guy just barely look at you and just slop down an autograph that looks like, you know, looks terrible. Um, yeah. At least with Rivera, you know, it's going to be a nice one. Yeah. And. But I think I'd probably do a baseball just because I don't. I'm kind of cheap. Boo! No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. No, that's fine. I mean, the the thing is too, like you said, about him being a nice guy, or at least from what you've heard, mm-hmm. um, that makes the world a difference to me because it's also about the experience, not just the autograph. 
Right. Yep. And we've talked about that before. You know, the quality of the the person as well as the quality of the autograph. And with Rivera, you got both. Mm-hmm. So anybody else on on that list that you? Yeah. Love to see. Oh, you know, there's guys that I've passed on in the and past shows that I probably would maybe uh, get their autograph this time. Doctor J, Julius Irving. I'm. I've met him. I've got his autograph. I was going to say, I thought we'd met him. Before. Yeah, we yeah. do on a, on a basketball. I just, I'm not crazy about the basketball. Um, I think I'd get on a Jersey now. So, um, you know, again, the same type of thought is you're going to be paying a lot of more money for the, the Jersey. Not as much as the autograph doesn't cost as much as the Rivera though. Yeah. So maybe him, um, I always like to see, you know, some of the big names again. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing Magic Johnson again or Kareem again. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's um, anybody from that 2010 Packers Super Bowl team that we, oh, haven't, that we haven't met yet. Yep, any Packer player I would I'd definitely see. Because we started that helmet way yeah, back when. we only have like 11, 12 autographs on it, I think. Yeah, we're really slacking. So, you know, Aaron, if you want to go to the show, we'd love to get your autograph. Yeah, we'll McCarthy, go with you. Hey, we'll get a coach. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Well, there's I mean, a lot missing. Yeah, we, we've also gotten a decent amount from that team as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, yeah. Of course, if, if you're going to say the dream three, it would be Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan, and then for football, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I think so. So, but for um, I don't know. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing Willie Mays again. Um, I'm not sure if he's doing the shows. Another one of those that is just, he's a great, one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. I mean, he's top three players of all time in Definitely. baseball. He, um, we do have him on a baseball, so we did meet him a while ago. Yeah. So, yeah. I remember that. But, uh, yeah, again, very expensive, but great player. So worth it. Yeah. That's my yeah. philosophy. Right. If you've got the funds and it's. <laughs> It's a player who is, you know, a pinnacle of his generation and a pinnacle to the sport itself. Go for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So I think another one that I would love to see would be Mike Trout. Yeah, Speaking you got the... That's that's my generational Willie Mays. That's the problem with the, the current generation of players is, well, one, they don't do the shows as often because they don't need to, but two... For baseball in particular, the season's on during this during the national, so rare to get any current players at a show. Exactly, unless you know if it's in it's in Chicago this year. So unless they're they're in town to be playing the Cubs and they can come in in the afternoon for because they have a night game or something, or, right? Well, or the or the Sox, right? Be cool to meet somebody like Tim Anderson. You know, I think the Sox are. Potentially an up and coming team here that yeah, is kind of so. a sleeper. Yeah. And uh, going into our next discussion here about the upcoming baseball season, what do you think? What what catches your eye? Do you think the Twins can finally win a playoff game, or <laughs> let alone even make the playoffs? Oh, I think they'll make the playoff. I think they'll probably win their division, but I don't. Oh, I don't know. But I was just saying, I don't know. The Sox are scary. <laughs> you got Tim Anderson. You got. Um, Dallas Keuchel, I mean, there's there's a lot there to like. Yeah, yeah, and they're young. Yeah, up and coming, and the Twins are, they've had their chance. They've blown it. I don't know. Yeah, I just don't know how. I'd love to see that first I'd playoff win. See, yeah, yeah, right. Well, hopefully they don't run into the Yankees again. I mean, yeah, right. The Kryptonite. Um, 
But yeah, anything else uh, about the upcoming baseball season? Any fun spring training stories that you have? I know I have one in particular. Hmm. I've only been, I would like to, that's one thing I want to do in retirement is, you know, go either retire in Arizona or Florida would be nice and watch spring training games in the month of March. Like that'd be, that'd be so much fun. We've been to a couple of spring training games, um, in particular when we were in Florida Disney World and saw the Braves play. Um, so that was fun. You're you stealing my story. Oh, go ahead <laughs> with the story. Uh, well, I remember uh, specifically that game. I won fan of the game for some yes. reason. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're sitting in the outfield, I remember, just in the in the grass. You're just like, hey, look, that kid's in a wheelchair. Give him fan of the game. Get him on the jumbo truck. <laughs> it was a really cool experience. I remember I got a, a bat. Um, yeah, it was signed by somebody on the I team. I think it was Jason Hayward. Oh, okay. Who ended up being a pretty good yeah. player. Um, uh, I think I got a few baseballs from the game, which was really cool, and a certificate that yeah, said fan of, fan of the game. game. Yep. And on the Jumbotron, of course, and that, that was cool. I was waving to all my friends and family. <laughs> uh, you know, but I always enjoyed going to spring training games. It's a little bit more relaxed atmosphere yeah. there. The players are more, yeah, I think, relaxed and willing to sign autographs. And uh, speaking of, you know, people in spring or players in spring training, you know, some of them are not the stars. I mean, they're there, but it's also the young up and coming kids from the minor leagues. Mm -hmm. And yeah, speaking of one from the twins that I'd like to see uh, do well this year is Travis Blankenhorn. I remember, I think it was two years ago now at Twins Fest. uh, He was signing autographs for free and I went and got his autograph. Yeah, you got a feeling about him that he might be, you know, I don't know what it was, but he, I believe the last time I looked, he was up at, he got a call up this did last he? year. I believe I he know, did. I, I, I believe he did. Um, so, so, hey, uh, watch out for that kid. <laughs> He's going to make it <laughs> Well, big. the number one pick just had a. Yeah, Royce Lewis. That's unfortunate. ACL surgery. He was, uh, yeah, it'd be nice to get him up too. But they have uh, Kirloff. Yeah, they're, they're expecting a lot from him. Yeah, that's why they let Eddie go, Rosario, one of my favorite yep. players. Yeah, they're expecting a lot from this new guy who's playing left field, and um, they think that he'll be a pretty good hitter. And rumor has it that Buxton put on about 10 to 15 pounds of muscle. Yeah, so. I heard that. So I, if he can stay healthy, I think he can be really – I like mean, I just said, when he plays, the, what he can do in the outfield is amazing. He should start wearing shoulder pads if it doesn't slow him down when he <laughs> plays uh, center field yeah, right. just so he doesn't – Hurt himself. I love that he plays with reckless abandon. Oh, and I love great. the way yeah. that he plays center field and just don't want to see him get hurt. I never want to see anybody get hurt, even if they're uh, on a rival team. Mm-hmm. Oh, exactly. Not yeah. something you like to see. Just uh, off topic a little bit, they had some highlights on ESPN the other night about uh, LSU softball mm. and women's softball. And their center fielder reminds me of Buxton. It was amazing, really? the catches that she had. I don't know if you've seen that yet. But I haven't. I'll have to wow. check it out. Yeah, just amazing. It was like all in a, you know a couple of days. She had just amazing you know diving catches. I remember um, being at shows, being a softball, and meeting uh, Jenny Finch. Jenny Finch, yeah, that yeah, cool. that was nice. Yep, yeah, she was very nice as well. Yeah. So, any uh, last thoughts about the upcoming baseball season? I don't think so. No, I mean, I'm like I said, I'm looking forward to it. It's yeah. just around the corner, and can't wait for the season to start. And hopefully, they all uh, you know. Things will get back to normal, and fans can start to come back to the games. And, uh, you know, I missed going to games last year. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, that was a shock to the system, to say the least. Yeah, I missed getting my hot dog and 
my Diet Coke and yeah. sitting back enjoying a game on a Friday night. So one last question for you on the upcoming season. Who's your dark horse for MVP? Oh, boy. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I think you'd probably go with Trout as your as one of the guys that you would consider. Yeah. Um, who else? Who's your guy in Milwaukee that you like? Christian Yelich. Yeah, I think you got to put him up there. I think he's up there, yeah. I think he had a down year last year, but, you know, the, the year of the pandemic and the 60-game schedule, I think that just threw everybody off. Well, I think and he's one of those guys that probably, you know, is disappointed in that and is going to show everybody that he's he's back. Yeah, I think so, too. So I think uh, he's one of mine. I also think uh, there's some... Really good talent on the Twins, and maybe Josh Donaldson has one last hurrah. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good to see. Yeah. Well, with that being said, I think that wraps up this episode of Collector and Son. Thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Collector and Son. We'll repost you know, photos of some of our collection pieces. Uh, follow us on Facebook at Collector and Son, where we post photos of our collection pieces and YouTube videos, and uh, we're hoping to get polls going soon. Um, follow us on Twitter at Collector and Son, and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel at Collector and Son. We have um, unboxings, collection reviews, and all that good stuff on Collector and Son. We do Memorabilia Monday, which is a new... Um, we show you a new item from our collection uh, every week, and we kind of explain the story behind it. Um, we had a little bonus episode for you guys last week, so be sure to go check that out at Collector and Son. And remember to like and subscribe to help grow our YouTube channel. Um, we're really excited for the upcoming month uh, for Collector and Son. We're hoping to get a very special guest on at some point in, during the month of March. Um, with that being said, anything else you'd like to add? No, I don't think so. Like I said, just looking forward to the... Baseball season coming up, and I uh, just can't wait for the warmer weather as well. Yeah. All right. Well, remember until next time to keep it mint, and we'll see you later. All right. Bye. <laughs>